one. Ho, ho, ho! Santaquad here, and thanks for tuning in for a very special bonus episode of the Funbox Monster Podcast. As a disclaimer, I would like to say that tonight's episode is strictly Matt's fault. Tristan is 100% uncomplicit in this nonsense, for Matt has picked a talking dog Christmas movie, of that which he has been watching way too many of this year. So tonight's feature is Alone This Christmas which is essentially Home Alone, just swap out Kevin with a talking dog. So, without further ado, <sighs> Alone This Christmas. Thanks a lot, Matt. Nothing but coal for you this year. Crash! 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 Matt, how's it going? <laughs> Fantastic! <laughs> Why? Because I've been watching tons of Christmas doggo movies. Yeah. Wow. This has been wowsy, my favorite one wowsy, I've watched this wowsy, year. wowsy. This was a thing that I watched that was really, 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 really a thing. This happened. I honestly don't remember how I actually found out about this movie, but I'm really glad I did. Yeah. This is this is beyond beyond. I don't know, man. I. Obviously, it's not a horror movie. We're, we're making an exception this week because it's Christmas. We're doing a, a special bonus episode for the Christmas season. It pairs with well this, with Bloodbeat. We <laughs> talked about my love of talking doggo movies and Bloodbeat. So. Yes. Yeah, this is... And all the fans just kept calling us to ask us to do like a talking doggo movie. So we're here for you oh, guys. Oh, I know. I know. We're was, here for you. I just wish we love you the, all. the phone wouldn't stop ringing about that. <laughs> Sorry, this I probably is, cut into your business. <laughs> very much. You know, this is our first Asylum movie, and yeah. it's not a giant anaconda or, like, uh, one of those, like, smash-up movies or... <laughs> Snakes on a train. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, Manaconda. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah. It, wow. Wow, this thing's a piece of shit. Um, okay. Be nice. Okay. Be nice to my movie. I will try to be nice. Be nice to it's, my terrible movie that it I is, can't watch enough of. It is Christmas time, and in that spirit, let's talk about Alone for the Holidays? Alone this Christmas, I think. Or Alone for Christmas. I, I, I was I convinced con- that it was Alone at Home at Christmas. <laughs> it should have just be- been called Bone Alone, but I'm sure um, <laughs> that... That the, probably already exists. The Dark Brothers already made that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So okay. So we get this is a real this is a real SOV kind of thing. We got a lot of like some uh, probably shot on like a hand camera for the most part. It looked very. It looks great. Yep. That was that was exactly what I was thinking <laughs> was that it looked great. Um, so they did a lot with a little. <laughs> they did. I will say that I was, it was surprisingly watchable. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I was, I was not angry. I looked at it with my eyes and I saw everything. <laughs> I, I told Michelle that I wasn't going to be able to go on four times while watching this, but that's only because I was taking notes. <laughs> the fact that I had to sit there and take notes on this movie <laughs> I probably spent more time questioning writing. everything you've ever done in your life. No, I spent, <laughs> I spent more time at a computer writing than the writers of this movie. Oof. Um, so you cut deep. Ow, <laughs> slam. Anyway, okay, so we have a we have a big bulldog, ironically named Cupcake. Cupcake. <laughs> he gets distracted by a bone, so he can't. 
He can't stop the robbers who are coming to rob his family's house. This tears him apart forever. This is... It breaks him. It breaks his little heart. And so we get probably my favorite part of the movie right away, which is the really shitty cartoon, like... (laughs) Flash animation. It's, I was just looking. gonna say it re- totally reminds me of like early days of YouTube flash animation stuff. Yeah, it's but it was cool because it had the little kid in the Sharknado costume, a little nod mm-hmm. to to our our parent company Asylum here making yes. another another film classic. They make another uh, nod to it later on too, when the dog catcher goes to watch uh, Clash of Empires. Yes, I saw that. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. So. Uh, Next, we we go to the our family that we're going to be following for the movie. Families sleeping, sugar plums in their heads and what's nuts. We see the brother of that guy from Children of the Night is the dad, and we're like, hey, your brother was in a really good movie. That's Dom, Dom, Dom DeLuise's kid. His other kid that isn't <laughs> Peter DeLuise ah. from Children of the Night. Isn't that the movie? The vampire movie? Yeah. Dolan's? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that was Peter DeLuise, right? I'm pretty sure it was. Who was he? The priest? He was the main character. Oh, okay. Yeah. The main dude who sure. looked like uh he looked like a a kind of buff Dom DeLuise. <laughs> Which is a strange thing to think about, but that's kind of what you get with him. Gotcha. Uh so two dogs hear a noise downstairs. Our hero Columbus, played by famed Boston Terrier actor Torpedo, <laughs> runs to the rescue. Turns out it's just a doll in one of the Christmas presents talking, and he tears it open. To save the kid. He wants to save the family. Yeah. He's obsessed with being a watchdog, Mm -hmm. but some dogs just aren't meant to be watchdogs. (laughs) Some dogs are just family dogs. They look cute and take the family out for walks. Yeah. (laughs) That's what what the other one says. So. (laughs) And did you catch the reference in his name, Columbus? No. Chris Columbus, director of Home Alone? Ah, it's, it's, there's very, very many layers and levels to this movie. There's one level. It's a ripoff of Home Alone. <laughs> uh, I'm freaking frankly surprised the dog's not named McCall. I, they got that fucking kid who's in who, one of the villains of this movie looks just like a mutated Macaulay <gasps> <does>. Culkin. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Yeah. So. Now the family is angry, but they're not angry at the right dog. Nope. Turns out, because he tore the package open, he threw the garland over, and it got on Bone, the other dog, who's just the kind of chill dog that never does anything wrong. He's an old boy. He is. Now he's covered in garland, and the family's mad at him. Like, Bone! <laughs> How could you do this? You've ruined You've Christmas! ruined Christmas! <laughs> by opening a single box. Worst Christmas ever! You're going to hear that a lot. That fucking kid needs a slap. Yes. This is... With a tire iron. Yeah, that... (laughs) I... Wow. That fucking kid. He is difficult. There's a lot of shame in James's game. There is a lot. He's... Okay, so is his name James? His name is James. Okay. (laughs) Oh, that's helpful. So... He's calling his friend on his sweet Motorola Razor that made me miss my Motorola Razor. I also had a Motorola Razor. It's a time capsule of 2006. <laughs> a simpler time. Uh, so he's telling his friend that the dog destroyed the tree. Now it's going to be the worst Christmas ever. There isn't even any snow. The parents roll their eyes because they're used to him saying things like this. 
because he sucks. He sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so the family's going to grandma's house for a week. But this year they can't take Bone because Bone was banned. He's been acting too He's wild. He's been too rambunctious and he might jump up and push grandma over and break her hip. And... He might knock her down a flight of stairs, tear out her throat or eat her eyes out. The young rambunctious puppy, that's fine though. <laughs> the one that it just could get under your feet and you trip over. Yeah. So they're dropping Bone off at a, at a kennel. It's a kennel, yeah. It exactly. is <laughs> It is not a house <laughs> with a bunch of dogs. It's a it. garbage house. Yeah. So they, they choose an unstable, I don't know, twisted loner to watch their dog who has like a garbage house that he just lets, he lets random dogs run in and out. It's carpeted. Can you fucking imagine? And it's got bed sheets hung up all over the walls. Oh, God, that place must just smell like shit. And I love when we first meet him and he runs around the corner and he just slips and he's like, oh, dog poop. And the guy's like, excuse me? Oh, I'm covered in dog poop. And then Rose kicks straight out. It's a good. his hand to shake. <laughs> it's a good exchange. Uh, yeah. There. Okay. So here's the other problem with this movie. It almost feels like there were two writers for this movie. Somebody who knew what they were doing and somebody who did not give two shits. <laughs> and there are funny lines that feel out of place because they're actually funny. And okay. I like I I think that the dog poop line, I was like, that's funny. You know, like that's that's a solid that's little funny. That He's was a, in poop. That was a solid move. Was yep. the the eh, I'm covered in it. I was like, okay, that's funny. That's a pretty funny line. And then, and then it's also funny when he's like, I want you to watch my dog, Bone. Oh, Bone. My wife's name is also Bone. <laughs> really? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, it's just perfectly awkward. It is. and But that's that's one of those moments of this movie that is problematic for me because it's like, there are really funny lines. That is a funny line. Yeah. It's cl- a little cliched, but it's a funny line if you just leave it and let it sit. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're just like, oh, my wife's also named Bone. Anyway, you, and let it just go. They never let a joke go. They bring attention well, to every single joke to be like, did you see the punchline there? Well, the jokes are really good, and they just it just wants to make sure hold, you don't miss it. Yeah, let me back up. I like movies that hold my hand. I mean, it takes me along with it. I feel like we're friends. Yes, it's a, it's a Christmas treat. So... Uh, Columbus is sad that he got bone into trouble. He's the worst brother ever. Mm-hmm. He's gonna he he tells his brother that he's not ever gonna try to be a hero again. And this is an important bit of foreshadowing that may play out later. <laughs> Let's see, shall we? Let's see. Yeah. Uh, so we uh we get this mail carrier. Who <laughs> this is an interesting thing to me. He's. U.S. Postal Service branded. Correct. He has a U.S. Postal Service. He has a priority mailbox. Ergo, USPS signed off on this portrayal of postal carriers as potential homebreakers. Wait, do you think the USPS had anything to do with this? I think you have to. I don't think you can just do that. You can't just... Really? I, I don't think so. I don't think you can have, like, a UPS man or a postman without... Well, UPS and stuff are private, but the, the USPS is a federal, so it might just be a... You might be able to get away with it. Or they might have just been like, fuck it, let's try We don't care. Yeah, <laughs> no one's going to see no this movie. No one's going to watch this movie. <laughs> you imagine the lawyer that's, like, taking this to court? Like, <laughs> It'd be a Streisand effect. It would just give this movie so much more popularity. <laughs> it would be... Yes. Which it deserves. It would be the it would go to Gary Busey's pet judge court. <laughs> have you watched that? I have. Um, 
so Jonah Jonah Ray's wife was one of the plaintiffs mm-hmm. in one of the shows, and I asked him. I was like, dude, tell me, does Busey know that this is a TV show? Does he know? <laughs> he knows. Does he know that this is scripted? <laughs> and, he knows. And he he laughed at it. He was like, ha ha. I was like, no, really, I need to know. <laughs> I'm actually asking you, does Busey know that this is a TV show? Uh, whatever. <laughs> it is fantastic. But uh, yes, I it, wish it, I wish it looked a little bit more. It's so cheap. It's so cheap. It looks like a high school play. I I love how cheap it is. Yeah, <laughs> I love that they spend money on props though. Yes, like <laughs> building that little boat, the life size thing is <laughs> gonna be the one that they buried the dog with. <laughs> oh, oh God. So okay, so here's our UPS man who is the USPS man. Yes, USPS man. He's the burglar. He's the Marv cop. Yeah, he's he's. You know, he's casing the joint. He's uh, he smells like fish, apparently, according to the dog. That is because uh, the van is borrowed from the fish company that his son, I think. Jesus Christ. I think these are his kids. Okay. I think. This leads me to the one overarching important plot point of this whole movie. He is willing to take such a risk for nothing. This is like risking the death penalty to steal a sandwich when you already have a sandwich. He's not desperate. He's broken into this place like they're like stealing like blenders and like toasters and shit. Oh yeah. And and, and they're stealing mail. Okay. Remember they were go- the kids were going exactly. through everybody's mail, okay. all the Christmas cards and ki- taking the cash. So So they're numerous federal crimes. Right. He's guilty of tampering with the mail, endangerment of minors, corruption of minors, or whatever that charge is. Um, Like, all these things that are really, like, massive, massive. They're willing to do all this shit for nothing. Like, even stealing a Christmas ornament that looks like it's from Walgreens. (laughs) (laughs) And he has that look on his face when he steals that ornament. He's like, ha-ha, I really got one over on everybody. Which is... 75 more little cheap balls to go. In <laughs> in a more subtle movie, that would be the joke, but it's not in this one. Like, that's not the joke in this movie. What, is it the Grinch joke? Like I, I just think it's crap. I mean, that was, yeah, it was the Grinch joke. Yeah, it was a Grinch joke. Yeah. So, he, yeah, he tinks they on it. They didn't say Grinch. I think they were afraid of that lawsuit. <laughs> that's, that's when you want to be afraid of. So... Uh, Bone thinks he's just a smelly, harmless creep, but it turns out that he's not. He's got two kids in the back of his van. They're stealing the money out of the Christmas cards. Um, they just, like, we don't know how they got the mail. Like, is he just walking to people's houses? Is his plan to spend all day walking to people's houses saying, Hey there, ma'am, can I get your mail for you? I hope that there's a dollar in one of these Christmas cards. That's his plan? Maybe. Uh, I think it was just to look inside the house and see if it was, I think it was just like Mar from Full House, where he was, he was. I mean, uh, Home Alone, where he was wanting to, like, gauge if it was a good house or not to rob. Good God. So he was just like, they just moved into that house. So he was like, oh, I noticed you had a hold on your mail. So he, he must have some connection with the post office. Or he's just bullshitting. Ugh. But they had he they had a package for them. It was autographed from James's uncle. Like so, I mean, it wasn't just like a random box. Like they knew who sent it, and he said they had a hold on the mail. So oh my god, oh, there's so much to 
to unpack and break apart here. <laughs> you know what? It has taken this movie for us to say that. I almost said it earlier. It's insane. I have managed to have a podcast for we've had this for 85, 86 episodes now, and we haven't said there's a lot to unpack. Guess what? There's too much to fucking unpack in this movie. <laughs> God damn it. It broke our streak. Yeah. <laughs> the only podcast on the air that didn't say there's a lot to unpack here. Fuck. Did we never say that? I don't think we've ever said that. I think I would have I think I would have noticed. I would have pulled that out and been like, "Hey, why did I say that?" <laughs> uh But uh, there's a lot to unpack here on episode 86. 86, 87, something like that. 87, maybe? Yeah, 87. Holy shit. Yeah. It's a bonus episode. It's not a real one. It's 86B. Yeah. Okay, so now we got Bone being taken to dog prison. We get the super low-rent Patton Oswalt clone who chases him, slips in the dog poop, blah, blah, blah. People call him Triple A. <laughs> that was a funny joke. His name is Aaron Anderson or something. No, it was Anthony Anthony. Okay. My name's Anthony Anthony. My buddies call me Triple A. <laughs> oh, what? what does the A stand for? What do you mean? What's, you what's, said it was triple A. What's the third A? Oh yeah, so I did. And then he just keeps going. See that that's, that lands. See that's how you that's, that's how, how that should be it. delivered. Yep. Yeah, I agree. We never find out what is I wonder if it's Anthony. <laughs> I don't know. I bet his name's Anthony Anthony Anthony, and that is very funny. I'm sure it is. So Dad decides that it's fine to leave the family dog with this incompetent <laughs> oh, moron. I also like the bargaining uh oh. thing that where he's like, I was like, I'll give it to you for ten, ten bucks off, twenty bucks off. Uh, I'll wash the dog for six dollars. <laughs> six bucks? Yeah, I'm not very good at this. <laughs> Oi! All right, so <laughs> Dad gets in the car, and they make so this scene. I was convinced, even though I know what kind of a movie this is. Yep. I thought it was a different movie for a second here because he gets into the car and they make a real big deal out of like, all right, is everybody ready to go? Yes, we're ready to go. Okay, I'm putting the car in gear. All right, I'm going to back out. I was 100% convinced he was going to run over the fucking dog. 100% convinced. You monster. I, it was the way that they set up the scene. Yeah. And then, of course, he does And you not. double, triple check that there's nothing behind and me, then, right? Yes. Okay, I'm putting the car on. I'm turning the heat. Yeah, he mentions turning the heat on, too. He's like, oh, it's cold out there. Yeah. Let's get some heat on in here. And then he turns the car on. Were you just letting your family freeze in the freaking car the whole yeah, time? Yeah, he doesn't fucking care. <laughs> He's kidding. Uh, okay, so... <laughs> He does not. He does not kill the dog, thankfully, and he does successfully leave comedy purgatory behind him, <laughs> and uh, and you know whatever. Dog prison's kind of nice. Yep. You know, it looks padded. Yeah. Uh, again, there's those fucking carpets, <laughs> which is exactly what you want. You want random dogs in your house on carpets. Great, great stuff. Uh, this is a guy who's covered in dog poo and doesn't seem to care. True. <laughs> Uh, he also drinks out of dog bowls. Yes, that's great. Uh, so Bone meets the other inmates in dog prison. 
the bulldog in the corner is the one that we have oh. met earlier. He's just terrified. He screams <laughs> in a creepy voice whenever he's addressed because he's so mentally deranged he, from the incident that he happened. He has lost his bite. He has lost his bite. And then there's the chihuahua with a spiked collar and pajamas. And how did they get Christopher Walken for this part? It was amazing that they managed to get him. Oh, his voice? <laughs> yes. His his voice is a bad, bad, bad Christopher Walken Charmingly impersonation. <laughs> sure. Charmingly bad Christopher Walken impersonation. Um, <laughs> so... They have some little weird conversations, and the family decides that they need to stop for hot chocolate. A totally normal thing that everybody does. This and well, you don't? No, I do not stop on the roof for hot chocolate. Sucks to be you? It does kind of suck to be me, actually. You know what? I should stop for hot chocolate more often. Then it would be good to be you. Um, and sweet and chocolate. You know, this movie, the one thing I will remember forever about this movie is all of the shitty ADR is the moment that anyone's in a far shot. <laughs> Anytime you get away from somebody, they're like, okay, now we need to go to this place that we're going to. <laughs> I love that. That shit always cracks me up because the, they do that right here where they're like, far shot of the family. And it's like, now we're going to get hot chocolate, which we talked about getting <laughs> earlier. Uh, but whatever. So the robbers smelled like fish and body spray, says the dog in prison. Yep. And he's like, what? That's just like this postman. He must have been casing the joint. Wait, where do you live? <laughs> On the corner of Park. I love that the dog just knows his address. Of course like, he does. Street address. Smart dog. No, every dog in this is a genius. <laughs> yes. Uh, yep. So he figures this out. And then we get some farting dog jokes. Uh, <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> bone escapes. Uh, and while the family is eating their, their weird dinner... Uh, we get Columbus in the car. He's tied up inside the car. And so he releases the parking brake and crashes the car. And somehow that frees him from his leash. It breaks. Oh, <laughs> I don't know how that works, but whatever. It, it breaks the impact. It breaks the back window. But for some reason, hilariously CG. Yes. <laughs> One piece of the glass slices through his tether and frees him. That's what happened. I assume. Uh, Meanwhile, I love that the family's in, in eating the dinner, and this random guy comes up to the family. Excuse me, do you guys drive a blue SUV? Yes. It looks like it's driving itself. <laughs> and they look out the window to see it rolling backwards. Who would do that? Who would um, have the time yeah, so... to do that? Like, their car is only moving like <laughs> 10 feet yeah. from where it stayed to where it hits a wall. And in that time, somebody noticed it, walked on over, said, excuse me, talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a lot of inertia issues in this movie in general. There's a scene coming up later where a tire goes like 40 miles an hour on a flat surface, which like with no, like it hasn't been acted upon by any outside force. Yeah. Newton would fucking hate this movie. Uh, there's spit out. Is amazing. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that was insanity. Yes. Okay. Uh, all right. So, dog steals a skateboard. Yes. You gotta love that. You gotta love that. Uh, the burglars do some bad shtick. The police are all on vacation. They say <laughs> they can't prosecute any crimes. So what were they doing? Setting off all the car alarms to like. Make sure cops weren't around? I don't fucking know. I could not figure that <laughs> I out. I couldn't either. 
They're like, okay, that's the last alarm. Let's move. <laughs> We've set off like every alarm in the neighborhood. Yeah, I, no clue. I thought it was. Uh, or the for, dog did it. Too, that was right? what I was wondering. Was did the dog set off the car alarm? The dog says like, "Well, I I set the alarms, but nobody's coming." Yeah, that happened. But we don't really see like. Oh. You don't okay. see Bone jumping on cars or doing anything to do it. It just kind of like happens. And with this amazing CGI budget this movie has, it's surprising that we didn't see something like that. <laughs> um. So I love when you see the. The fake dog paws moving <laughs> things. <laughs> I love that shit. Yep. That's actually very fun. It reminds me of the ending of Elves. Yes. Speaking of fun holiday <laughs> movies, when he's like digging, yeah. remember that? <laughs> it's just somebody with two <laughs> arms on sticks yeah. and they're just like kicking dirt with it. <laughs> Fucking love that. Uh, so he starts, he starts his Home Alone traps here. He digs a hole in the porch this cracked me up this is the beginning of this him the, the first trap he's like oh he moves the floor mat outside and then starts clawing at the floor and loosens up the board so I, he basically has a wood saw for hands yes which yep. is impossible that dog's paws would be torn to shreds he didn't care man this was for his family <laughs> Just bloody plop, paw marks all over the house. Uh, yeah. He's making like like a Rambo face the whole time. Yeah, so this is Rambone. Oh god, this is the beginning of what is the best trope of this movie, which is that he's willing to do. I'm gonna say conservatively fifty thousand dollars in damage to this house yes. in order to save it. From them stealing, I'm going to say liberally, a thousand dollars worth of shit from their house resale. Yeah, TVs are so cheap these days. I mean... They didn't even get out with it. They didn't get out with the TV. One of the the things that we saw them stealing were ornaments. I saw them steal an art print that was maybe worth like 40 bucks. A toaster, I think. A toaster, a blender. Yep. I mean, like... When they hawk this stuff, they're going to get $400. At a yard sale. At a yard sale. They're going it's to... Not like you can bring a blender to a pawn shop. Nobody gives a shit about They're that. risking, like, 30 years in prison. And they're going to get it. Like, the, the number of crimes they've committed to make no money, and the dog is willing to destroy this house. And later on, they even they, he even wants to murder the dog, like straight up. He won't. <laughs> he's just yeah. He's just gonna tack that on too. Yeah, dude, you're gonna get no sympathy from a jury if you kill oh, a family's dog boy. and robbing their house. Yeah, <laughs> you are going away for ever. Yeah. yeah, so except that one asshole on the jury, there's always one that doesn't like dogs. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We'll get rid of him. Uh, okay, so and. Oh my god, the number of things that he does. He glues all of the daughter's stuffed animals together. Like, he's not only is he destroying, like, an entire floor of their house. Like, the he destroys the porch. He destroys all the shit. Literally, the child's toys, toys. on Christmas. And for what? What, so, what was your trap? So he would get plushy animals So he'd look silly? Yeah. <laughs> I love how he squeaks. It's like, just... <laughs> breaks the child's heart so that he'll squeak. Yeah, and it, and it treats uh, Elmer's glue like <laughs> super glue that will never dry for hours until somebody yeah. lands on it. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Okay. So the we get the hot sauce on the towel, the Legos on the floor. Oh, the hot, hot yeah, hot sauce uh, face uh, towel, yep. which is set up because he's uh, he set the flower trap 
So you you gotta wash off your face with the hot sauce. Like this dog plans ahead. Like yeah, he's a calculated motherfucker. <laughs> he is really calculating. Uh, also, my favorite line of dialogue in this whole movie comes here when uh, Jake, I believe, is the name of the me- main bad guy. Mm-hmm. He tells his child soldier to shut it up. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> is English your first language? <laughs> Maybe not. Shut it up. Shut, hey, shut it up. You shut know? it up. Don't question my doggo movie. <laughs> hey, shut it up. Shut it up. Cool it out. Shut it up, everybody. <laughs> so the fake Macaulay Culkin guy falls through the porch for this first thing. And gets stuck. It gets stuck. The our, our bad guys go underneath to try and help him out in a real, like, shitty Three Stooges thing. The dog grabs a frying pan <laughs> in his mouth and starts beating the stuck... And, burglar and, and the and so the, the burglars are under the steps and he's facing away from the dog and he's not knowing oh. he doesn't understand what's happening and he just keeps getting periodically bumped on the head with a frying pan ow and i love this scene it's just like what keeps doing that <laughs> <laughs> oh jesus christ Can you imagine how much that hurt you know what i was thinking about that and it's like the dog really can't get a swing with his little neck but the, it's a cast iron pan. I mean, just just dropping it on your head from that distance would hurt. Like, Probably. I mean, it clearly didn't bash his brains in the way the dog had hoped. <laughs> you know, if that dog had found his bite, that guy would be dead. This dog did find his bite, man. <laughs> okay. And his bite is restraint. <laughs> oh, wow. Man, that is deep. It's it's in the spirit of Christmas. <laughs> it is in the spirit of Christmas. These guys You're are right. lucky they didn't pull this shit in January. <laughs> <laughs> If you'd robbed this house in the summer, you would have been fucking dead. <laughs> that first trap would have had a spike pit underneath. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been like a Mortal Kombat yeah, exactly. death. Uh, so now there's a strategically placed ladder underneath an open window. So they they do rock, paper, scissors to figure out who's going to go up. Which is which strikes me as odd. Like this, why wouldn't the boss just tell the kid to do it? Like he's the boss and he's always bossing them around. But because just... it gave them an opportunity to do a Bugs Bunny joke. It was sort of a, it was a play on the Bugs Bunny joke where it was like, rock, paper, scissors. Hey, you won. All right, go on up. Oh, gotcha. You know, and oh, it was I like, oh, oh, hey. Maybe this I'm, movie's too clever for it, me. It is a little subtle. I mean, <laughs> to be fair, this this movie, <laughs> subtlety is the, ugh. Okay. So they, he's climbing up and the dog pours dish soap on the ladder. And once he say what he does it, he's like, slippery soap for slippery folk. <laughs> yep. Uh, the, awesome. The actor loses 50 pounds and falls to the ground. <laughs> um, Santa finds Columbus on the back of his truck. So we have Santa showing up here. Well, we, we, we have a man with a white beard. Whose name is Nicholas. And who also says ho, ho, ho. Who says ho, when ho, ho. When he maybe smokes a doobie. When or he insinuates it. Insinuates he's smoking a doobie. So Santa... I'm- Santa looks at the tags and drives him home because he knows where he lives from the tag. And he's like, well, I should probably drive you back to your house because he's Santa. He's nice. And for later, this this is no, this is just insanity. But whatever. Fine. The first time I watched the movie, I was just like, oh, what a twist. And then the second time I watched it, I was like, wait, wait a minute. That makes no fucking sense. <laughs> it's, can, I, can you picture those two writers? I think like the one writer was like, 
he had like a really good idea for the twist, and then the other writer was like, "Oh, but I already wrote that he dropped him off earlier." <laughs> oh, writer that doesn't give a shit. What is wrong with you? <laughs> oh, it's so good. You killed my cool twist. You, oh, it's so crazy. This movie, no one fucking cared, <laughs> which is kind of great. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so, so so we meet we meet. Nicholas. Yes. Who has a dog named Diesel. <laughs> who is a who is an actual junkyard dog. Yes. And he's a retired junkyard guard. And he tells some like tells some fucking stories of his life that involve him committing murder. Yep. <laughs> so that's a fun that's a fun little twist for your holiday movie. <laughs> and he also almost does it again. He nearly murders again. A whole family. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, uh, that is weird. So, the family is following. The family now knows that the that Columbus is in Nicholas's truck somehow. I cannot, for the life of me, figure out how that is. How that happened? And they don't recognize the vehicle either. Uh, hey, the twist. Hold now. Just we got to give up on that. <laughs> <laughs> They hadn't written those pages yet, so they didn't know. I mean, the family just bought a new house. Maybe Nicholas just bought a new truck. Yep, Every, everybody's got new Solved. stuff. It's salt. <laughs> maybe they've maybe they've been estranged for many, many, many years. No, it's a tradition that they go. They yeah. say that at the end too. Like it's not well, Christmas no, for, without Grandma and Grandpa. So people understand. The last five Christmases. The spoiler have is that <laughs> Santa Claus. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! <laughs> Santa is their grandfather. So they literally. They encounter his truck in the wild, see that the dog is in it, don't recognize that it's their grandfather. Uh, then later, he doesn't know that it's their house. He's already gone there once. I, oh, fuck. There's <laughs> he so even mu- leaves his dog there. There's so much. Ins- I don't even recognize his dog. When he goes, shows back up at the end, they're like, oh, so that's why there's a German shepherd here. <laughs> that they don't give a Christmas dinner to. <laughs> you only see the two other tacos eating. Like, fuck that other one. I don't know. Maybe he killed someone and he's eating him. Um, so, so our murder dog Diesel is like, don't worry, I'll take care of these motherfuckers. And he pulls out a block of wood with spikes through it, throws it under their tire, and they spin out of control. He nearly murders an entire family here. It is great. They have a blowout going 70 on the interstate, on four lanes of interstate. Which happened to me over the summer. Wow. Yeah. Not fun. I did not spin around once, though, thankfully. (laughs) You don't have that uh, asylum CGI budget. I don't. (laughs) Well, this family spins... Probably a good 20 times. A good good 20 times. And they keep screaming. (laughs) And then when they finally stop, James goes, No! My phone's out of batteries. Da 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 da. <laughs> yep. So. God, kid, you almost just died. And you care about the razor phone? What were you doing? Playing nibbles on it? What? Oh man. <laughs> now I can see why he's upset. Yeah, nibbles is really fun. <laughs> <laughs> so back with the wet bandits. The main guy steps on a glue trap and he falls over. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah. There's a uh, mouse traps. I don't really understand how it works. I couldn't tell what was going on. Why did he fall over? Because he stepped in glue. Is that true? Is uh... Yeah, he stepped in the mousetrap, and then he was like, oh, 
there's stuff on my feet. Because he had like Christmas lights wrapped around his ankles. I didn't understand what that was about. Because he stepped in the glue and then he lost his footing and then he spun around and one thing just kept leading to leading to another. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> sure. That's fine. Because uh, you know you know when you accidentally step on something and you're like, oh my gosh, and you jump back and then you spin around and then you get roped up and things. And it just but he going. couldn't get his feet off the floor Yeah, because of the glue traps. I thought he'd broken both of his ankles when he fell straight down. Oh, that's what happened. Yeah, he couldn't get his shoes off the floor, so he had to take his shoes off, which will um yes. lead into the Lego bit yep. later. Oh, boy. Everything builds. It's, yeah, it's real, real fun. Uh, Bone constructs a really complex one here. This is the the plastic reindeer bungee cord stair trap. Bungee, yeah. He grabs a bungee cord. He grabs a uh, a plastic blow mold reindeer lawn ornament. Uh, hooks a bungee to the garage door. Uh, takes the cord inside. Wraps it around the um, blow mold reindeer as a uh, grappling <laughs> hook, and uh, grabs uh, the garage door opener. And plans on later. Uh-huh. So once somebody f- steps in that, oh boy, they're going for a ride. Oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> it sure it makes no sense. The trap doesn't work. Like, nothing about it makes sense. No, it makes absolutely no this sense. This movie does that with some of the traps. Where uh, the chandelier, especially. Explain the <laughs> explain how that trap ever started. Oh, sorry. Let me add that to the damage total so far. That chandelier so, looks okay. so expensive. So what are we talking? Probably like. I mean, what do you got to do? It's only a few boards, but, you know, construction expenses, probably 500 bucks to fix that so far. So we got that. We've got that chandelier is going to be a good $15,000, something like that to replace that. Okay. So adding it to the list. Oh, it just made me think of when we did um, Scared Stiff. And they had to move oh that expensive God. chandelier out of the house when they were shooting and then <laughs> locked it in a closet for safekeeping. But then when they opened it up after shooting, it had broken somehow. Oh. And they had to pay. And it was a $25,000 chandelier. This one looks like it would be that much, too. That's so brutal. Yeah. Oh, my God. So now carolers show up and the robbers open the door because it's going to be funny. Well, one of the robbers, the kids, all he wanted to do was carol. That's true. And get an easy bake oven. But he's dragged along in this madness. I mean, and that's that's the real tragedy of this whole story, is the fact that this... I don't know how old those kids are supposed to be. I feel like they're supposed to be, like... 13, 14. Yeah, 13, 14. I mean, the actors are probably 17 to 21, yeah. somewhere in that realm. But I think they are meant to be, like, 14 tops. Yep. And so... I mean, this kid just wants to go caroling, and the other kid just wants to eat beans. Mm- yeah, he just wants to eat beans. <laughs> Everything he eats is beans. Bean dip, uh, bean burritos, the enchiladas. <laughs> I... <sighs> because he farts because a lot of later. farting. Got it. Oh, Everything builds. Got it. All right. So uh, Jake has finally given up. He's he's just had too many, too many run-ins with this dog so far. So he's calling in his psycho brother-in-law? Yeah, cousin? Uh, cousin. Did we wait? The chandelier part already happened, right? Uh, yeah, maybe. This was when they started robbing the place. When they actually yep. started. So in stuff. in one gag, I just want to cover it. Uh, Bones is holding his foot on a rope, which is holding this giant chandelier that yep. must weigh a ton. Mm-hmm. And they notice that he's holding this rope, and all of them are like, "Oh my god, where did the dog come from? No, don't move, don't move. He's got the chandelier." But how did this start? Like, somebody had to put that 
chandelier on a rope on a pulley and pull it up for Bowen to have it. We never see any of that start. He's just like holding the rope ready to drop it. Oh, please. This is like, this is, uh, this is Three Stooges rules. Every chandelier is already on a pulley. You just need to untie it. You just need to, yeah, absolutely. Gotcha. It's always like wrapped around something like it's a window shade or something. <laughs> it's like, that's the third chandelier. Stop tripping over the ropes, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so... Also, it it is important to note that Jake, our main bad guy here, when the carolers show up, he's holding a candlestick behind his back. This is a recurring thing. He does it when Nicholas shows up, too. He was about to murder, up murder. all of those carolers. Yep, because they were going to bust him in his blender-stealing operation. <laughs> <laughs> they were going to catch him stealing a blender, and he was willing to commit murder over it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, okay. So now we get uh, conservative movie icon Kevin Sorbo appearing. <laughs> Hercules! Luckily, he doesn't give us any any long Republican diatribes in this movie. Oh, I had no idea about his political <laughs> affiliations. But he is, uh, yes. It seems like the Hallmark Channel tends to uh, grab those guys. I don't know why. Which is strange because I love Hallmark movies. Dean Kane seems to be a, a recurring. Dean Kane is a radical leftist. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> uh, so, okay. So Kevin Sorbo. I still love Dean Kane. <laughs> it's hard not to. He was Superman. Uh, so okay. <laughs> Who is? What is the deal? This guy kills or kidnaps dogs, and extorts people. For their return. For political favors, apparently. Also for political favors to remove I think tickets that, I from think his car. I think that's the shtick. He finds... I, I think he steals dogs. Yes. And then when somebody offers a reward, he calls on it. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> his bargaining's like, I need 200 bucks. I need a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yes. Preferably, it's not a deal breaker, but with the crust cut off. And I need you to call the mayor and change the zoning district in front of my duplex because I'm getting way too many parking tickets. Yes. And then when the person says she doesn't know the mayor, it's like, no mayor, no bubbles. Click. Yeah, so he kills that dog. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we now cut to the dad and the annoying son trying to change a tire on a car that clearly has a, a an inflated tire right in front of them. And the dad is trying to loosen the lug nut, but his tire iron isn't even on a lug nut, oh, if you look. Like, oh, my God. I, I, which blows my mind. I don't understand why you couldn't just put it there. Like, he's like, it's it's weird. I had to rewind it, but it's like, it's not even on a lug nut. He's just, like, holding it and going, and the kid's like, isn't it lefty-loosey? Righty tighty, and he's like, No, sometimes it's righty offy, righty offy, lefty, lefty tighty, on yeah. Oh. It, was that a humor joke? I, like so many of the things in this movie, I do not know if it was a joke, but and this kid just keeps whining about you know, and the dad breaks down here where he's just like, All right, you know, shut up, <laughs> <laughs> worst Christmas ever. Kid keeps saying that, and the dad yes. eventually has enough. And here's another scene which is similar to the diner scene where. He's like, excuse me, do you drive a purple yeah. or, or the kid's like, Dad? What does a spare tire look like? What does a like? spare tire look like? Like, instead of, Dad, shit, quick, the tire's rolling away. <laughs> quick, we're on a completely level plane, and the tire has taken off at 35 miles an hour down the street somehow. And I love when 
the dad books after he's like, stop, that's my tire. Oh, boy. It's very funny. Oh, boy. Okay. This, so, was the, uh, this was the don't give a shit writer's turn. Yes. And this was the give a shit writer's turn. So this right here is worth the price of admission for me. If someone has taken this, I think you should do this. Someone should snag this scene and just put it on YouTube mm-hmm. by itself because this was worth the price of admission. Which scene we get next? So here we have Sorbo who has come in and has oh, introduced yes. himself as a Quint-like figure where he's like, uh, you know, you know me, you know what I do for a living, <laughs> you know, blah, blah, blah. He does all this stuff. And eventually, you know, and that was like, eh, okay, that, that wasn't great. He was like, I won't do it for a measly 50 this time. This time it's going to be 60. And, you know, okay. And, 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 and I want the rest of that burrito. <laughs> and I want the rest of that burrito. So he's like, oh, you know, this dog probably doesn't even bite. And he's like, they all have a bite. And then he does the little scar comparing scene, which is eh, iffy. But then when he does the the the, sh- the sunk ship scene. The poodle monologue. The poodle monologue is brilliant. Yes. Straight up brilliant. He does the, a poodle's got lifeless eyes, doll's eyes. <laughs> he, he had crashed a plane, apparently smuggling uh, endangered poodles, and the poodles killed his entire crew one by one. <laughs> uh and it was. You always tell the deadly ones have diamond collars. <laughs> it was actually poofy tails. It was pretty fucking good. Yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I thought it was pretty gra- goddamn great. So whatever. Um. So there we had that, and then we have this. Explain this to me. Okay. Why did they use their computer budget for the sneaky meat? What was with the fucking tool video, like moving meat on the? <laughs> that wasn't CG. That was real. That was CG. <laughs> I thought it was real. <laughs> it, meat doesn't normally like crinkle in the middle and move like an inchworm well, across no, the it floor. It was moving because he had it on the fishing pole. Maybe, maybe that was it. It looked so, it looked so unreal that I assumed it was CG. It could have been somebody new to the asylum who was just working on their computer animation techniques or, or you know what I mean when, when you're learning or you're just, just a really big tool fan well, yeah when like, you're learning wanna... you're just working on boring things so it's just like I wonder if I could just make this meat pulsate a little bit like <laughs> yeah I can that's really important hey to guys me. I made some meat pulsate <laughs> is there any room for it in your movie <laughs> totally uh, I picture him that, that nerdy from the Simpsons yes nerdy teenage kid from the Simpsons <laughs> I, can't, I can't do the impression but you know what I'm talking about I do yeah. so okay so he's got this steak on a fishing pole. Dog grabs the meat. Can we just address Kevin Sorbo eating potato chips here, too? <laughs> he's sitting in this chair with this deep-sea fishing pole attached to a T-bone, trying to lure the dog. And he's just he, he's eating one potato chip at a time, but taking the tiniest nibbles to make like every potato chip be like four bites. Again, it's very much like Quint holding on to the, the fishing pole in, in Jaws. <laughs> it's pretty much that <laughs> it's same, pretty same scene. Uh, but he's but the dog gets the steak, brings it to henchman number two, whatever his who name needs is. To poop. Who is pooping because pooping's funny. Yeah, it is. And uh, the dog drops a steak in his pants. And he's like, what? There's a steak in my pants. I should pull my pants up. The little kid doesn't even notice there's a steak. He, he, he just comes running because they're yelling because they're like, we got something because the dog. Ah. So he just pulls his pants up, doesn't realize there's a hook and a giant. 
Steak in his pants. I hate the idea that there's a massive fishing hook that's just like shredding his sack. It right is there. shredding his sack big time. Oh, God. He's just too stupid to care because he saw the dog and he's just going after. But meanwhile, they're pulling him back. So this whole scene is just very funny. Uh, just he has a hook in his pants and he just won't get, you know what I mean? He doesn't turn around at sure. all, ever. He's not like, no. what the hell is pulling me? He's just like, nope, I'm just going to keep fighting it, yes. keep fighting it. And he just keeps wrecking things until it eventually snaps, which makes him fall into a bookshelf. And then we get that great gag where he falls on the ground and he looks up and the bookshelf's falling down at him. I've never seen that before. Polar <laughs> bear fell on me. Yeah, it was really great. <laughs> it's like the ending of Roadhouse. Yeah. Uh, so, which is classic. Um, uh, take your word. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kevin Sorbo now has a cattle prod. This was a funny gag, too. He's uh, he's wandering around talking to himself. Uh, the dog distracts him because he's got a haunted doll that pees in his face. Yeah, yeah, but no, before he gets the cattle prod, I liked his little speech here. He's like, I've got something for this dog now that'll give a real shock to his system. And they're all like, what? What, what are you talking about? And then he shows the cattle prod, and he's like, oh. And they're all like, oh, oh, okay. He's like, it's a thing with electricity, and it shocks people. Yeah, we know that now. We just didn't see it when you were talking about the shock joke. That was okay. That was pretty funny. That was all right. Okay, so... Um, <laughs> so, so, yeah, so he uh, he's check, trying to find the dog with the cattle prod, yep. and he hears the little talking baby doll that we saw from earlier go off. And uh, so Bone sets a toy train on him that crashes into his feet. He picks up the doll. The doll's like, I need to go pee-pee, and pees all over his face, which is very funny. And in doing so, he ends up connecting the cattle prod to the railroad tracks that he's standing on mm-hmm. and electrocutes himself and shoots himself up to the second floor. This looked great. It actually kind of did, yeah. I liked, that I liked was a his, clutch fun asylum effect. There. I mean, I liked his, uh, his Looney Tunes makeup, too. Yes, yes. Like, he's just like puffing out smoke and he's all sooty and everything yeah it's good it was good and uh and he was like okay cool i'm leaving now because (laughs) kevin sorbo wasn't gonna work more than a single day on this fucking thing so he took off he's like fuck you i'm hercules i don't need to take this shit um so bye kevin goodbye kevin you're not going to get prosecuted for any of the things you've done here no i also loved his costume it was like the like a normal brown jumpsuit but with the uh Arms ripped off and dog catcher and a skull spray painted on the back. Oi, oi. All right. So here we get some more classic comedy when the dog gets somehow manages to get thug number three. I don't know what just call him. The yeah, guy that here. looks like Macaulay Culkin. Yep. Uh, stuck in a laundry chute. Oh my God, this scene. He breaks glass on him and then jams a lawn dart up his ass. I mean, up his ass. Up his ass. The kid gets stuck in a laundry chute. And he's and he's like, ah. Oh. And then once he's stuck in there, he's like, oh, I shouldn't have eaten all that bean dip. Oh. And he just lets a ripper go. And then the dog throws a Christmas ornament down there, which breaks. He's like, ah, that didn't hurt, dog. And he's like, how about this pointy lawn dart? And once it, that happens, it gets stuck in this kid's butthole. Yep. There's no other way to put it. Yeah. It's a family picture. That Well, yes. Eventually, when, uh, so, the dad finds a kid and ends up pulling that lawn dart out. You hear this, like, sound effect, like, like, pulling out. And then the kid goes, and just shoots another giant ripper. 
just solidifying the fact that yes, this was yes, stuck up there the way, plugging him up. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I thought was like, I was like, wait, did that just happen? Did he get a lawn dart up his butthole? And then they did the fart gag, which completely solidified it. Like, yes, they did. Yes, that's I, what they did. That's what they did. Brilliant. Brilliant. All right. So now the hot sauce towel thing finally pays off yes. somehow. He steps on a pan and it gets flour it in his face. flour on his face, so he grabs a hot sauce washcloth. And then he's like, oh, it burns. Oh, no. So when you get water, uh, when you get hot stuff on your face, you immediately jump into a shower. Yep. That's what you do. <laughs> Which, um, I mean, it, it's brilliant. They, they tease this in the beginning, too. They're like, if you're using the shower, use the one downstairs, because the one upstairs has a broken hot water. <laughs> Old pipes. Well, he runs into the shower and turns it on to rinse his face, but Bone shuts the door and locks it with the broom. Yeah, and it's kind of like Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, <laughs> is that two or three? Uh, where some, a girl gets stuck in the shower and it fills up like that? Yeah, I can't remember which one it is. But yes, I know what you mean. There's a couple of those movies. Yes. So, um, yes, it fills up pretty much <laughs> to the ceiling. He's going to drown. So the dog was willing to kill this man, which I can understand. He's protecting his family. Mm-hmm. But also his bite. But also, in protecting the house, this thing is going to explode eventually. Can you imagine the With water like damage? With like 500 gallons of water is going to explode onto the first floor of this house. Yeah. Second. Second? Yeah, wasn't he the upstairs shower? I don't know. He was at the bottom of the stairs when when it happened. He bursts out of the like he bursts out of the door next to the stairs because it was right before the. Maybe it's one of those impossible architecture things I'm like Kubrick. Sure it's, yes, that's exactly what's going on. Ah, <laughs> uh, this is this is an Escher house. Yes. Um, so, yeah, so he's stuck in the shower. The dad's still trying to get farty pants out of the laundry chute. And uh, so this is great. His, uh, he has the idea when he's down in the laundry room to grab the uh, laundry detergent, Aha. go upstairs, and pour that down so it would lubricate him and make him fall out. But guess but what? While he's doing that, Bones <laughs> grabs a grill, a barbecue grill, opens it up, flames it on. He's running a grill inside. Yep. They're lucky they aren't all dead. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So the dad pours the soap in, gets the kid unstuck, and we get this amazing shot of a kid falling onto a barbecue grill face first. Like, you see his face connect to yeah. the grill. It's it's painful. Broken neck, burned yeah. face. Yeah. It's, 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 it's almost hard to watch. <laughs> and then This he's is got, kind of a horror movie. And then he's got those great uh, cartoon, he looks like a Burger King Whopper yes. on his face with the grill lines. <laughs> Yes, he does. So now the sh- the shower explodes and does an additional $50,000 in serve pro repair damage <laughs> yes. to the house. Um somehow right after this happens, that enables them to catch the dog? Yep. I did I could not figure out how they got the dog. One quick thing about Servo, and this is a kind of uh, serve pro, which mm-hmm. is for our non-local is that national? I think it's national. Okay. They clean up water damage. I had a buddy um, way back in around 2000 that worked for Surf Pro. And this sounds really creepy now in retrospect. Oh, God. But he used to steal a sock from the dryer <laughs> at people's houses when he was cleaning the houses. Because he knew in his mind, I'm the one responsible for that one missing sock. <laughs> you know, that probably kept going on. Until it was eventually he was keeping trophies from his serial killing victims. Yeah. 
So uh, yeah, I would he, I would look out for him at this point. I don't need to. He's serving thirty to life. Oh, serial killer. <laughs> no, jokey, jokey. <laughs> but like, it's like it's it's clever, but at the same time, it's like, man, really? He's stealing people's laundry, brother. It's <laughs> really weird. It's real weird. Uh anyway, Moving okay. On. So. Blah, blah, blah. They catch the dog, and while the dog is there, they steal, like, 25 bucks worth of kitchen appliances resale. Um, <laughs> that hand crank egg beater is going to fetch a ton. <laughs> when they have their yard sale, they're going to clean yeah. up. They're going to have a good 350 bucks in, in small sales. Santa shows up with Columbus. He drops him off so that they don't need to murder him, which is nice. And the dad's got the uh, the old candlestick going again yeah he was ready to murder santa mm-hmm. uh, oh we forgot the the kit the heated candlestick part from earlier right too, yes that made no sense at all the but idea was that they were it was a hair curler next to a candlestick that wasn't even touching it but when speaking they speaking of when they touched the candlestick it burnt him it's like what so it's it's impressive that the dog knew that they were going to steal that worthless candlestick because they knew that they could get 25 cents for that at the yard sale. He's got a good sale. read on him. Yeah. He's like, oh, man, I think I can get at least uh, maybe even 35 cents at a yard sale for this thing. It's real pewter. Um, so, yes, they did. And I don't understand. So, and, 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 and so he could have potentially burned this house down as well with the grill. Right. We and, get the grill. And the hair, we get the hair, the hair, hair curler. curler. And the hair curler is on the whole movie, too. It's still hot because that it still is. comes it's into still play there. at the end. Yep. And so, again, so these guys are willing to face a murder rap to steal oh, $500 worth of shit. <laughs> the dog is willing to kill these people or burn the house down in order to stop them from stealing $500 or, worth oh, of shit. I mean, that could, that could do everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, they've found their bite. Yes. It looks like. The dogs do a team up, and uh, Santa now realizes that his murder dog is missing. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Diesel? My murder dog. Uh, where's my murder dog? Oh, there's also this scene too. I, oh yeah, I mentioned the doobie scene already, didn't I? Yes. There's a weird scene where you see Santa like it looks like he's about to smoke a J, but I think it's an Oreo cookie, and then he kind of coughs on it, but he coughs with the hose. He's like, oh ho ho. ho. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely it's a it's a reference, yep. of course. Um. Oh, weird choice. It's, yeah, it's really weird. The dogs do a callback to the way that they escaped because they believe that if they hide under a blanket, they are invisible. <laughs> and they are invisible, it turns out. Well, here, here's those criminals again. They've got everything. They're in the van. And the dad's like, no, we're we not leaving. We have to get back and murder We're not leaving until we get those dogs and kill them. Like, yeah. They're like, dude, they're locked in a closet with no food or water. They're, the family's going to be gone for a week. They're They'll just die. die anyway. He's like, I want to be there when it happens. I was like, fuck, movie. I want to watch these dogs die. Like, movie, you're playing really hard for a kid's movie right now. <laughs> I want to see the look on the child's face when it sees its dog dead. Exactly. It's like, whoa. Merry Christmas, everyone, from the Hallmark Channel. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Uh, so crazy <laughs> yeah so uh they go look for the dogs thug number two gets mouse trapped and then he eats some more beans because there's like bean dip somewhere <laughs> he loves that bean dip dude and he gets dragged he gets oh, he oh, oh he also this is this cracks me up he's like oh wow treats for santa left on the mantle how cute and he just drinks the milk 
Mm-hmm. Like, how long has that milk been there? Like, that family left. At least three days. At least a couple days. <laughs> so that's three-day-old warm milk from, yep. He loves it. He's so he's so satisfied with it. He I mean, like, mm. considering the desperate poverty that they must live in <laughs> to consider this to be a viable career choice, they're spending, like, a week of their lives, three people to earn what a single person could do in a shift at Taco Bell. <laughs> like, they're willing to, <laughs> to risk... Like, and he should work at Taco the, Bell because there's plenty of beans there. The death penalty, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, he could face the electric chair. If this is Texas, yeah. he's going to die for this. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So he goes up the chimney. More fart jokes. But, like, he goes up the chimney, drag me to hell style. Yeah. Like, whoa. Well, like, here's another physics part that makes thing. no sense. Like, somehow, Bones gets on the roof. Ties a rope to a disconnected uh, Dish Network satellite. Well, he broke the dish, so that's another $400 in damage that he's done to the house, and then the repair is going to be another 100 at least. And so once uh, Columbus gives a signal, which is a bark, he's like, oh, that's the signal. He lets go of the rope, which makes the satellite dish fall off the house, yep. which has enough weight to pull a 140-pound <laughs> kid up a chimney. Yeah, that guy is <laughs> weighs... Less than a satellite dish. Way. Like a, yeah. Yeah. A, yep. Well, there you go. That works. <sighs> and so this poor kid, he gets beat up the most of all of them. Yeah. Dog turns on the heat, turns on the gas so, fireplace. And he's claustrophobic. So when he's in the laundry chute and the f- chimney, he's also, and uh, there's more butthole humor in this chimney too, because he has to fart again. And he's just like, oh, clench it. Keep it shut. Like, yep. dude, you're talking about your butthole in a fucking kid's movie. And then... But he can't, and he farts, and it blows smoke fire everywhere. And kills probably him and the and thug number three. If, so, if, if, if the fart wouldn't kill him, the, just the carbon monoxide from the fireplace. So, the he's dog... in a chimney. The dog here decides that he's got... He's trying to figure out a way to stab this man. He's like, how can I get a knife into this man's jugular vein. And so he rigs up a treadmill and starts throwing forks and knives. I love this. Oh, we forgot to mention the part where he got all the stuffed animals stuck to him too. Like yes, with the glue of the stuffed animals we talked about. He spends the the third second half of the movie just covered in plush animals and every time he walks anywhere he squeaks like a dog toy. He looks like Flea's pants. It's great. (laughs) <laughs> yes. So, yeah, I love this. Uh, so, Bone starts throwing forks and knives and stuff on a treadmill, and it zooms off and keeps stabbing the guy wearing the stuffed animals, but he doesn't move. He just keeps going, no, oh, don't do that. Hey, stop. Oh, dude, cut it out. He just keeps Or you could stab. move. Or you could, like, seven inches. <laughs> yeah. Dude, oh, stop. And eventually, oh, my God. He puts the curling iron on the treadmill, which shoots and goes directly into that guy's mouth and sticks on his tongue. Can you imagine that? Yeah. So he dies screaming, clearly. I mean, this is just choking on Choking on his own blood. (laughs) (laughs) So somehow. I'd like to play a game. I've got an extremely (laughs) intelligent dog with a thousand ways to kill you. Uh, If you could survive one day in my doggo murder house. You know, if this movie had been called Doggo Murder House, I probably would have watched it without you recommending it. I really want to make Doggo Murder House now. Okay. I'm into it. Uh, so, 
So okay, Thug Three somehow has survived the the horrible burns and all that. He and something happens with that fucking reindeer that drags him down the stairs. Well, that, I don't understand. That wasn't uh, the burn kid. That was the uh, the bigger kid. The bigger kid got burned from the fireplace. Oh, that's right. He was standing next to the fireplace yeah, right. and a the, fireball yep. blew him backwards. A fire fart. It was backdraft. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's a fart joke. Back backdraft was a fart joke. The entire movie. <laughs> uh, if you, <laughs> I've never seen. It. If you just read between the lines. <laughs> um, so yes. I love when the when the the. Uh, yeah, he gets dragged by the garage door opener all the way, and he gets hung up mm. by his feet, and he sees an easy bake oven. Yeah, this movie just wraps everything up in a nice yeah. little package, like a Christmas gift. <laughs> his his spine is broken in like six places. He'll he'll no recover. <laughs> he'll never pee again without assistance. Without <clears throat> meat in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it's a weird phobia. I always need to put a steak in my underwear whenever I take a dump now. <laughs> yeah, so thug number one. Appears at the top of the stairs. He's somehow still alive. Uh, you know, his lungs are collapsing from the burns. Whatever. Uh, Santa's dog kills him instantly. Yeah. Uh, blood everywhere. Blood everywhere. That's it. Uh, Jake is now in the corner. He's been driven completely insane. He can no longer speak. He can only make little noises because his throat has been burned. His tongue. His tongue and mouth and everything else and the dog puts a a lampshade over his head like a dog like a dog surgery um yep collar thing (laughs) and they wrap up they wrap up the kids in tinsel they tie him up like spider-man with a a bow on top waiting for the cops man and that's it and everything's back to normal and they just get taken away and grandpa shows up it turns out santa's the grandpa was the big coincidence they never mentioned the fact that they'd been there before and, and, and he just says oh ho 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 so this is your new house it's like yeah, you, you were here you were here you dropped off the dog an hour ago you saw my car you don't know what my car looks like you, i'm your father <laughs> you 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 had the address <laughs> to the new house of the family you were going to that's how you found it obviously right like how did you Oh my god! It's oh so my god. broken, and it seems like clever and fun at first, but then you're just like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, and the movie ends with the police taking everyone away, except for Kevin Sorbo, who is alive and killing dogs to this day. No consequence. No consequences for Kevin Sorbo, just like except parking tickets in front of his duplex. Just like Hercules, the Legendary Journeys, he never had any consequences from being in that show, and he deserved some consequences. Uh, man, wow! Thanks, Matt. <laughs> I can't believe that we talked this long about this one. I can't believe it either. <laughs> um. So yeah. Oh yeah. yes, please. No, go on. Oh, there's a there's a Marvel um, post credit scene too. I don't know if you stuck around. <laughs> They're inducted into some sort of super team. Cupcake's still trying to get that bone in through the fence, but he can't because it's too big. Wait, but Cupcake's locked up in dog jail. This is like um Tarantino time juggling. Man, is this movie Memento? Y- yep. Wow, that's great. <laughs> Christopher Nolan makes great movies, and this was one of them. You know, 
you're just too stupid to know that they're good. The reason that you watch Christopher Nolan movies and think they suck is because you're dumb. That's it. And the reason that everyone thinks that they're, they're terrible is because they're all too stupid to understand. Yeah. That guy ruined Batman. <laughs> Whoa. Hot take. They nailed it with Batman and Robin, and then everything just went downhill. Agreed. How do you make perfection and then fuck it up that much, Chris? I will say that Batman and Robin is a much better movie than the third Nolan movie. And all of them. (laughs) (laughs) But this was Alone This Christmas. Alone at Home This Christmas. Alone This Christmas. I think that was the title. It is. I think it's it's Alone This Christmas or something like that. Again, uh, I never watched this until just a, a few weeks ago, and I don't even remember wh- why I found it, or I don't even remember what um, started my whole obsession with talking doggo Christmas I movies this year. I don't know what it was. I don't know what happened. Something <laughs> snapped, and I've just been watching tons of stupid freaking dog movies and uh, Hallmark movies. Sarah and I downloaded the uh, Hallmark app, oh and we've been God. watching all the... Oh my gosh! The ending of this movie. So we left it. I didn't see the. I didn't see the Marvel tag at the end. All I saw was that it kept playing trailers for every possible Hallmark movie and it was this parade of like disgraced people from things that you saw 25 years ago you're like oh hey wasn't that guy in jail oh now he's in a Christmas movie oh Christmas redemption (laughs) yes it is it's like man I thought that these people were dead nope they're in Hallmark Christmas movies yeah um so yeah Window Wonderland was a good one I think I may have mentioned that before on this. I'm not sure. Jesus Christ. Um, the Spruces and the Pines are really good. It was about a family with the last name Pine and the family with the last name Spruces. And they were rival Christmas tree sellers. Fuck. But there was like, they couldn't talk because they were feuding. But then a girl from the Pines fell in love with a boy from the Spruces. <laughs> it was like Romeo and Juliet with Christmas trees. Did oh. they die at the end? No, they fell in love and it was beautiful. Oh. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> you know, if I had enough spare time, I think it would be really fun to try and write one of those movies. Yeah. That's that is a project that I would be I would be really into. And I'm going to try to write Doggo Murder House. I think you should really write Doggo Murder House. <laughs> I love the idea. I mean, why not? Okay, so this is just Home Alone with Dog with Talking yeah. Dogs. Why not just remake Saw with Talking Dogs? I would watch that. <laughs> I would watch it too. I'd go right down to Bull Moose and buy it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. So well, there it is. We did it. We made it through this movie. <laughs> we'll never do this again. <laughs> oh no, we already did it. It's not like we redo another movie again here. That's true. But I don't. I don't know that we're ever gonna go down this road again. We could never do shocking say never. Dark with a sober mat. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know about shocking dark with a sober mat. That just, might be weird. I'm just going to forget all about that. <laughs> I think you should listen to it. Uh, I, I did. I started it. I started it. it was you were like, oh, man, nope. this is great. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to mention this in my AA meetings. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then there was Rock Bottom. I did a movie called Shocking Dark on a podcast. and <laughs> I, I was just... I was a little drunk. <laughs> I spent the whole day drinking in the sun, putting up a frame pool. <laughs> drinking in the sun. Yeah. I that's didn't not... think that one out long. No, that's pretty Whoopsies. rough. Whoopsies. <laughs> Whoopsies. But you know, now it's Christmas. Yep. And all is forgiven. <laughs> and we've done this. Yeah. 
So this is going to be a great little um, yeah bonus tag on it's, to uh, Bloodbeat. I mean, yeah. we're giving you guys two episodes yeah, this for is, the price of one. This is a freebie. Which is three. <laughs> which all of them are freebies, but this is a because freebie at the... Uh, <laughs> yes. I oftentimes promote us like that. Tune in. Check it out. It's fun and free. It is fun and free. And you know what? You know what's not free? Buying things at Coast cool City Comics. Cool stuff at Coast City Comics? Man, you stole my segue. I was just getting there. Damn it. Sorry. Uh, here we are in Coast City Comics. You can buy your comics from us. You can get them shipped for free over 30 bucks with a special code that you'll see on the website. We are in a comic shop right now doing we this podcast. We really are. What other podcast you listen to takes place out of a comic shop? That isn't something that involves Kevin Smith. And you can't <laughs> just listen to Kevin Smith podcasts. No, but you can just listen to us. You can buy just, cool things at CoastCityComics.com. And you can follow us at Funbox Monster Podcast and at Coast City Comics. And I am Matt Awkward, VHS Fiend, and check out the Video Vagrants Facebook group. You should do all of those things and more. Oh, man, I'm I'm glad we got through with this. Now I have to go out and uh and do the the Jackie Kong. Oh yes, this uh, is big news. Blood Diner thing. Yeah, we're. You sound I'm, like you're dreading this amazing opportunity. No, it's gonna be cool. I'm just like, I don't know what I'm doing, and I don't know what's required of me. She's like, okay, you gotta wear the shirt, and I'm like, okay, that's weird. All right, I'll I be your shirt model. I don't know what to do. Well, then go on. <laughs> I'm great at modeling things. Go on Zoom tonight, and pretend to be me at ten thirty. <laughs> Uh, yes. So yes, Tristan is interviewing Jackie Kong of Blood Diner fame. Well, let's hope that I get to do that. As oh, long as oh, I don't fuck this up. Is it an interview or are you just talking to her? This is not an interview. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought you were doing this a... Is, this is weird. It's a weird thing a, that she's doing. This is a Zoom meeting t-shirt negotiation um, conference. <laughs> this is a Blood Diner DJ set virtual party that is going on. On Zoom, so there is a DJ who's mixing Blood Diner with like clips of clips of Blood Diner with music, and Jackie's gonna be hosting and talking through it, and we're gonna be selling the Tutman Diner shirts that I did for her, and uh, it'll be weird. <laughs> Are these shirts made already? Yeah, they're made. No, give me one. Okay. <laughs> um. Yes, so we have these, and uh, yeah, and they'll be available on the website too. So if you want a Tutman Diner shirt, approved by Jackie Kong, and she's also, you know, involved with it, so I'm gonna pay her money for them. So yes, it is officially licensed, except it's not a real official license. We're just kind of—it's a verbal contract. It's a verbal contract, but at least it's not getting stolen from her like all the fucking red bubble shit that's out there. You can also get your officially licensed Black Roses shirt at yes. CityComics.com and, and official... check out our great episode of uh, yeah. the podcast where we cover Black Roses and official Boglins yes shirts for the time being until some big company snatches that license up. Like graffiti but for now it's a small indie company with one press that's run by me yes so uh do that and uh we will see you next week it's christmas time so, so this we'll, we'll probably take the week off next week because well i mean i think i'm probably going to drop this at christmas oh yeah on christmas day yeah i think it'll be a christmas present christmas eve okay christmas eve yes so everybody out there i hope you have a wonderful Christmas. Yeah, God bless us, and everyone. Any other holiday you are celebrating. Yeah, celebrate whatever the hell you want. And we will see you soon. Peace. Peace.